0: Oh we're gonna do an intro first. Intro first, intro first. Intro. Howdy howdy, this is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego.
1: We're dads, we're husbands. And we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County thanks for tuning in to north county now welcome back my friends another edition of north county now north county san diego's number one podcast hands down for sure episode 220 thanks for tuning in we got a hot lineup today got our weekend wrap-up sports a lot of sports we're gonna give you guys some updates there's a lot of well, not a lot, but there was some some San Diego near champions. So we're gonna talk about that. Craft corner's hot. Virgin is expanding. My beer of the week might be a surprise. So that's pretty good. And then something <laughs> that Casty, a new spot opened up that Casty. I don't know if he's heard yet, but it's in his neck of the woods. <laughs> we'll get into it. It's gonna be a good one. So thanks for tuning in. I'm Chris Erickson at I Am Chris Erickson. Who do we got on the other side? Cassidy Lewis at Cassidy Lewis RE on Instagram as well. Yeah. Come say what's up over there. As always, sponsored by not a real estate podcast, but sponsored by a real estate crew right here in San Diego Beach Life Group. So you guys need anything on that front? Hit us up, call, text, or email. Email is hello at northcountyca.com. What's up with the real estate? What's our real estate minute?
0: Uh, st- <laughs> Same story, different week.
1: <laughs> no, you got to give um, us something
0: else. <laughs> something different. Uh, it's quieter than last week. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's kind of just the same story we've been telling, but it's, you know, there are opportunities out there. It's just kind of far and few between, uh, few and far between. Sorry, I said it backwards. Either way, either uh, way works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um it's if you're selling, I mean, it's still, there's good opportunity there for sure.
1: Um, And if you're buying, you just have to be patient, right? Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Just showed a place yesterday over in Encinitas, fixer upper, like complete original. Renters have been there forever. Windows falling out, like original kitchen. It was, you know, kind of smaller size, but you're, you're, you're moving in, you're doing everything. Mm-hmm. And like it's not, you know, some some of the houses, like, okay, they're we could move in, we could kind of fix up stuff as we go, or as maybe go, throw in yeah. some floors and paint real quick and then move in and kind of fix it as we go. But this is like you're gonna remodel it and then move in. It was listed yeah. at 1.19, I believe. So this okay. single family home, which is like the lowest price in all of Encinitas. It's like that's if you're looking entry-level Encinitas, which I was telling our clients, this is. If anybody's looking at entry level Encinitas or you know under one four Encinitas, this is the only property kind of thing. Yeah. And so even yeah. in that condition, in that that I don't know the exact price, but I was chatting with the agents already going over 1.2. So just as like a little story for what's actually happening out there. It's not, I was telling them too, it's not like last year where it was this property would have had 25 offers, you mm-hmm. know, would have probably gone into the one threes, I would say, just because mm-hmm. people were. Uh, it was a feeding frenzy yeah this year it's uh, i think interest rates have held people back a little bit too but still it's not not last year which is good so interest rates as of the 10th mortgage news daily our mortgage news daily uh they updated daily they take a survey uh, from mortgage brokers and it's sitting at 7.12 so it did peak out like it looks like the sixth so last, what day was that last Wednesday or something It's 7.22 mm-hmm. and then the last two days that they've had it, oh, last Thursday and then last Friday and then Monday dropped down a little bit. So still over the seven, but that's where we are.
0: Yeah. I like it. All right. We talked about and It's interesting too. You talk, I mean, it's kind of a similar story to that property. I think we talked about it on the podcast. We've talked about it with a lot of clients and friends and everybody, but about that property on Candy Cane Lane that went for whatever it was, 400,000 over list.
1: Yeah, it was listed about one. I think it was listed just shy of one, two. So it was one, one, nine, nine. Okay. And it went for a one, five, one, five. So one point five 1.5, fifteen. Uh Bigger lot. It had, you know, a good size lot, little pri- private. it's kind of a, a a street in Encinitas that nothing ever comes up on. But still, that was total fixer as well. That's like you're doing, you're still putting a few hundred grand in, into it to, to yeah. move in. So.
0: Yep, for sure.
1: Anyways. I think that had a little more competition as well. Oh, actually, no, it was 400. It was 199. That's what it was. It was listed at 1 1. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So there is competition, but it just really depends. So hopefully we'll see some stuff pop up. We shall see. Yeah. How was the weekend? Keeping those fingers crossed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And my toes are crossed now, too. So (laughs) (laughs) just trying it all. Um, Weekend was. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Eye-opening. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we've I, we've mentioned on here, but Cam and uh, Braden, and our kiddos started um, club soccer for the first time ever. Um, and they're both on teams that this is their first go-round um, other than rec. So first games together this past weekend in a tournament in Escondido. Um, never been to Francis Ryan Park in Escondido, have you? No, so, I don't believe so. Doesn't sound familiar. It was a nice spot. Um, it's pretty much just soccer fields. There might have been a playground or something, but it's built for like soccer tournaments and um, a soccer league and stuff. But um, cool spot and uh, just a learning experience for uh, the level of soccer these kids are going to see. So <laughs> it was uh throw them into the uh, throw them in with the wolves right away. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, they just they had three games each. Lost three games each, and that was the story of our weekend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I'm just uh, looking it up on a map. It's over by uh, Dixon up there. Yeah, okay. yeah, real quick it's on uh, Dixon Lake. That was on our list, actually. They're having night fishing. So if anybody wants to go um, night fishing from night fishing's back at Dixon Lake starting July fourteenth. So this weekend, every Thursday and Friday from eight to eleven forty five, You still need a fishing permit and the fish cleaning stations will be closed at 11. All other park rules and regulations are enforced. I don't know. I just like to bring up little fishing stories. Dixon was like our go-to growing up. That was just like where we'd go fish. That was our spot. Never really caught much, but it was fun. But anyways, that's where uh, Ryan Park is out that way.
0: Oh, cool. Nice. I like it. Yeah, Yeah. it's a cool cool spot. I mean, we... It it was fun. We were there for a really long time on Saturday. We were it was seven a.m. to like four fifty, I think, is when we were there. Um, so not ideal, but That's too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, it, but it was like the the parking was such a nightmare that if we were if we wanted to try to leave, it would have been even worse. Yeah. So, um, we just had a we had a tent. We kind of just set up camp and chilled and um between cams two games the, the boys kind of all circled around my phone and watched the giants game and um <laughs> it was it was fun at least i mean that's the big thing is at least we have friends on on uh both teams and so that part of it was fun and and the boys learned like that this is going to be kind of a a growing there's going to be growing pains let's put it that way yeah so um and we learned that as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a learning experience.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, we got picked up Cock- Copper Kings on Saturday night. That was like the one like, real positive. So <laughs> nice uh, uh, yeah. at Lost, Lost Abbey. Abbey.
1: Cool. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's good. Good. So there, uh, there, there was a <laughs> there was a ray of sunshine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. We're King. like on the way
0: out. Yeah, <laughs> on the way out. We're like, okay, order now. Let's go. Uh, and we just relaxed i even was like trying to get the boys to want to go in the pool but they were just dead two games each on saturday and yeah they were um cam was describing every place his legs hurt because (laughs) that's the big difference the the huge difference between rec soccer and competitive soccer is um or club soccer is the physicality part of it and like our kids or the our kids teams just don't have that yet so they just got beat up by the other teams. They were on the ground half the time. They were getting elbows. They were getting shoves. They were getting all that stuff. Yeah. And the, uh, the club teams that played together for a while also
1: know how to flop. So you <laughs> get it both ways. come on flopping. God, what the, that should be uh, illegal.
0: <laughs> it, it, it is ridiculous. They, I know it was, there was one on our sideline, like where it was so clear and it, man, it was cam was the one that got accused of a foul. And Cam
1: was like, I like barely touched him. Like yeah. He went to the ground hard. So, yeah, and a lot of times, too, if you I've just seen a lot of I, I don't know about professionals. They probably are a little more a little better at doing it at the right times or, you know, kind of mm-hmm. timing it, whatever. But for the little guys, if they just keep playing on half the time, they're they're going to be in a better position than if they just flopped on the ground. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be better either defensively if, offensively where it was if they just if they don't played get on with.
0: Whistle- yeah and if they don't get the whistle then they're really in trouble
1: yeah yeah give me a mic check real quick i just want to double check check check, check, oh yeah dude silky silky (laughs) 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 maybe i'll get closer Uh, no you're good you're good i just we forgot to do it before so (laughs) anyways yeah so anything else um and then just chilled in the pool on the the afternoon on
0: sunday and um kind of just recuperated it was a
1: it was a lot so yeah yeah with the summers with the my boys go to the beach and then camp and then sports and then this and then they come back and they're just like they've been sleeping in they don't sleep in a lot they've been sleeping Mm -hmm. in which is which is nice for for everybody for all parties involved but it's you know it's like dude wearing them out it's great yeah staying busy mom's keeping them busy a lot of swimming, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of all that kind of fun stuff. But yep. my week, my weekly wrap up three things. First off, big news. I finished a Rubik's cube, which was. I, saw that. <laughs> I, I love that you had to put X's on the green side too. Yeah. The original one, like, so I've been trying it for like a month. It's basically just following directions, but kind of learning the, they're, they're like algorithms, kind of like a, a normal, you know, like, uh, Kind of like a code, you know, up, Mm -hmm. up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, select start, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you have to memorize them like the right trigger, left trigger. So the first two layers I could get without looking at the codes, but the top layers, the the length of it's like pretty long. It's probably like 15 moves or something like that. So Mm -hmm. I had to follow along. But even following along, you're just looking at the cube, you're like, and then one wrong move and you're the whole cube's messed up. So you really have to follow it. So I tried it before few weeks ago, it didn't work. I uh, had everything except, so you build up by layers. You start with the bottom layer, middle, and then you do the top. It's kind of how it works. So, that's that's something you learn too. But I had like the first two and then it was just sitting on the table. And, and then my little guy just grabs it and starts, I was like, no, all my work is gone. So I think it was Saturday morning at the breakfast table. I was messing around with it. I was like, I'm going to get it. So, I got it, got it, nailed it, finished all the, or followed the these guys instructions and yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good lifetime achievement. So nice. I don't think I'll ever do it again, but
0: yeah. I mean, I don't understand. Like cam has a, a buddy that does it like crazy. Like he does it a ton. Yeah. It's just his thing.
1: (laughs) It is super fun. And it's, it's fun. Once you learn the, kind of fundamentals of it. Like what's Mm -hmm. this move where, and just kind of seeing the cube a little different. Like if I move this one twice, I know this piece will kind of end up here. You you kind of figure it out a little bit, but also kind of the rules and the progression and how you have to do it is, is huge too. Instead of just like, Oh, I'm going to build out this side. It's like, you got to make a cross and then you got to flip it around. You got to line up these colors. So there's like a whole, a whole cheat code to it, which is awesome. It was fun, but I'm glad I did it. Now it's done. Nonetheless, uh <laughs> second thing we did, our my little guy started his first jujitsu class on Fridays. Like, a just we talked about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to do it." So, mom signed him up that day. And you know, it's intimidating going out there as a kid and not knowing what's going on. And I was like, "Oh yeah, you'll probably just kind of like learn some moves and stuff." First, like fifteen minutes, they're like wrestling each other, and he's like <laughs> looking over at us, and coach is like, or professor, they call him professor. He's like, he went up to him. He's like, dude, you know how like, okay, at home, you're not supposed to like grab people and like throw them around. He's like, that's not the rule here. You could, you could whip them <laughs> around. So then he got a little more confident and like whipping these guys around. Then we went back Saturday morning and did it's over at Gracie Barra over in Encinitas. They do Saturdays. You could do like a free trial or if you're a member, you can do like family members. So we all went. And so it was going to be me and my and brewer and Lincoln, but it ended up being Julie had to join in too because it's one adult for one kid. So she's like, mm-hmm. oh, great. But <laughs> it was awesome. It was fun. I'm thinking about maybe joining a little jujitsu, but my little guy nice. likes it. So anyways, it's gbensinitas.com, Gracie Barra, Encinitas, anybody looking at it, maybe even just go check out one of the free classes. I think it's Saturday mornings at nine. And it's, it's a nice little workout too. The, everybody's super cool in there. Get to learn a little bit about, I don't know. What was our moves that we were like, if somebody comes like to choke you behind you kind of defense for that. So, I mean, it's actual practical stuff too, that you hope you never have to use, but if you did, it'd be useful. So you ready? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I, when I was doing, when I was doing CrossFit, a lot of, a lot of people did jujitsu also. Yeah.
1: Um, just protect those ears. Yeah. 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 You can tell some of the guys who have been doing it for a long time or like the wrestlers or, you know, that kind of stuff because they have the cauliflower ear. You're like, yeah. oh, you've been at this for a while, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. It's a telltale sign of, of a, a scrapper wrestling yep. or any sort of kind of uh, rolling sports. Yep. And then last but not least, got to enjoy. Remember where we just filmed up in Carlsbad, the State Street? Yeah. Got to enjoy a rooftop deck over there. It was Nice. Pretty sweet. Yeah. One of uh, wife's friends owns a spot over there, so we got to go. They're pretty darn big at the top. You have to go up like 10 flights of stairs, but still, once (laughs) you get up there, it's like nice ocean views. It was was rad. If you guys are looking for spots, we just made a video on Carlsbad on our YouTube channel. I think it's dropping this week. I should know that. Yes, it's in production right now. So anyways, where we pass these places on State Street, there's a few more popping up. But a lot of those places have outdoor area, the one that just had that price reduction or, you know, yes. some sort of like the rooftop decks. I think every one of the new, you know, like Morgan's Corner, they should have mm-hmm. done it there, have rooftop decks. I guess it's probably yeah. a little more maintenance, I would say. Yeah. Maybe, like, potential for when it rains, you know, leaks and stuff as opposed to... Alert. Yeah, you just but. have to keep up on the on the
0: deck coatings and all that. They just mm-hmm. have to... It's got to be kind of just maintained, back, you know, and replaced every certain amount of time. So, yeah. They are. They're epic, though. I mean, especially, like, the one that you just mentioned that had a price reduction the other day Has like, you walk right out of your living room onto it. And yeah. it's... I mean, that was... I mean, that's as cool as it gets. Um, but if you have a grill up there and you know, a cool spot to just hang
1: out. It's awesome. Yeah. And what day were, we were there Wednesdays that was the farmer's markets. So yeah. you can walk right down, right down state street and they have it blocked off and not a bad little spot for sure. If you want that yeah. condo area, you know, they don't have yards, but they do have that rooftop decks, low maintenance yard, if you will. She was, mm-hmm. the, the gal was even growing. Like she had this big, tower i guess it's like a tower Mm -hmm. like a big white tower hydroponic and a bunch of like tomato plants and stuff in there so Mm you could even grow they said it wasn't growing that well this year but last year it was just like a forest so it's like too much water this year yeah Yeah, it's like no 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 (laughs) we're good we're good guys (laughs) all right let's talk sports so padres it was good finish they needed that going in to the all-star break went five out of the last six and a lot of those close games that they lost in the previous like 20 games that that they were close and lost at the end I mean they did still do that in one of these games where they were up I think they uh I didn't see I just saw it was 3-3 and then I t- hopped in bed it was 3-5 and they ended up losing 5-7 so they did come back in the ninth and then dropped it again but like their most dangerous inning, I think, is the eighth inning, where you're kind of past your starter. You're not into kind of the, the the grit of the relief pitching yet. It's kind of some 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 middlemen, mm-hmm. and it's always scary. So that seems like all the t- maybe seventh and eighth, where that's where the teams. I, I don't know the stats, but where they're putting up a lot of runs. Yeah. Because even in Sunday's game, it was six to one, I believe. No, six to zero the final.
0: Okay.
1: They, they won six, to two, but in that eighth inning, the reliever came in pitched, bunch of guys got on two guys scored. It was one out bases loaded. Luckily they turned a double play to, to end it. But still it was like, you know, the, the tying run was at the plate. So it's yeah. just like Damn. Was that
0: the one where Kim had that like weird play to end the game? Was it that one or a different one?
1: No, it was that... one.
0: Oh no. They were winning by even more in that one. They were winning like eight to two or something like that. But they started creeping back, and a couple of ugly plays, and then Kim made this like really weird, tricky hop where he fielded it and threw to first, and it was like two inches. It was the last out of the game. Yeah, he was safe by. I mean, he was out by like two inches, and they they're all standing on the field like waiting for the (laughs) to decide whether they're going to do a replay or not. It's like, come on, let's go. Start celebrating. (laughs) (laughs) Can Can we celebrate yet, or are we good? To wait. That's just the most awkward out. The last one
1: yeah. it's close. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. The the Mets in the game on Sunday used their or maybe it was Saturday, no Sunday, used their challenge on the first play of the game and lost it. Yeah. So I, they're saw, like, that. They're I like, saw that that was the end of that. But I was like uh, And it
0: wasn't even like that meaningful of a play. I'm like, what are you doing?
1: I know, yeah. It was it was like the first pitch, the first foul ball. They said it went off the net. off the and, net, yeah. And yeah. It, it's so hard to hold on. Something just turned into my earbuds. Hold on. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so loud. Where's this commercial I, playing for him? Oh usually God.
0: Maybe the MLB. I yeah, it is.
1: It's from clutch points.
0: Yeah. Um, that play to the, um, the uh, referee was like, referee. No. Oh, the s- sideline. <laughs>
1: Sorry. It was <laughs> still was, going.
0: No, it's all good. The, um, the, Sideline up was right there, too. Like, I wouldn't have challenged it. He was literally right over his shoulder.
1: Yeah, and that's super hard, too. Unless they had, like, a camera on the ball. You know, they have it on the player, obviously, and then where the trajectory coming down. But unless you have mm-hmm. one on that fence, like, you're never going to yeah. get that angle, dude. And he was yeah. clearly, like, the 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 blue is right just like, he was, like, called it immediately. As yeah. it was coming down, he saw it, whatever, scrape off. And you're like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Probably not the best yeah. challenge, but yeah, it was not the best challenge. I agree,
0: <laughs> but yeah, the, it's, it's good to see that they, everybody was winning at the the end of the before the all-star break though, which is a bummer Um in the division. Uh not The Diamondbacks are a little bit of a skid, but other than that, it was kind of not, not much
1: movement going into the last weekend. That's right. We're looking at, we're looking at the a wild card right now. So Obviously, top of the NL division leaders, you got Atlanta, Arizona, and Cincinnati. Wild card game, uh, wild card teams. You got Miami, Dodgers, and Philadelphia, which the Padres will play. I believe the first series coming back so next weekend, and then you got SF. Where would it go? Oh, half game back. So you guys are right there. Milwaukee, the Mets, and then the Padres are six and a half back. Which last time I checked this, I. I think I popped this uh, into my kind of weekly notes maybe a week ago. They were nine and a half back. So now they're six and a half back. Yep. So it's getting there. Yeah. It's it's
0: interesting too. I've been reading a lot of articles about like trade deadline stuff. Um, since we have another, whatever it is, two weeks. Um, and the play, teams on the bubble, like the Brewers and Padres and, they're talking about whether they're going to go all in, which the Padres already have Milwaukee, not so much or whether they're going to be giving up players at the trade deadline. Like they're talking about Hader got traded to the Padres about this time last year. Like I think it was the day after the all-star game or something like that. And then um,
1: where did he come from?
0: Milwaukee. Okay. And so now they're talking about Hader being on the trading block right after the all-star break. Also, the (laughs) Padres aren't going to go if they're, if they're going to concede anything. Yeah. So it's just interesting. I think the next two weeks will be fun to watch just for that reason alone, just because there's a lot of teams that are completely out of contention and they'll they'll probably be trading away some prospects, but the teams are in the middle. it will be curious to see, uh, sorry, not prospects trading away some of the kind of already proven players. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting to see how the bubble teams, decide to move.
1: Yeah. Uh, Padres were mixed articles. Some were saying net net buyers. Some were saying net sellers, but mm-hmm. it sounds like the most recent one is, is either, you know, obviously not too many moves, but net net buyers. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, only time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The
1: giants ended up winning
0: their last game of the, uh, before All Star break one, nothing complete game shut up by Logan Webb. Um, and it was his first one, which I thought was kind of surprising.
1: I it's for shutouts or a complete game,
0: a uh, complete game. shutout. He had never had one. Got it. Yep. So yeah, pretty, pretty cool.
1: Very nice. Um, yeah. Um, Home Run Derby Are You excited for all-star game. No, I just saw. So that's what I was doing a little, a little research for today's show. And I said, oh, wait, I saw uh, a uh, Home Run Derby article I was like, wait ah that was yeah that was yes okay so i missed that one we're <laughs> recording on tuesday the 11th happy 7 yeah. 11 day by the way anybody oh you yeah, guys are gonna yeah, miss gotta it go but get a slurpee yeah go get a slurpee but um <laughs> then that so all-star games on tonight i just said oh i don't know that's what i was gonna ask you do you watch it is it fun is it worth it um i don't usually watch the whole thing
0: cam is all in though so he wants to watch it yeah um we cam had soccer from uh 6 to 7 30 last night um practice soccer practice and we got back and just fast forwarded through and watched uh, fast forwarded through the junk and watched the actual home run derby hitting Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a lot of fun i mean there's a lot of home runs hit it's crazy (laughs) i mean it always is but like there was the i really wanted to see the orioles have a catcher um rutchman who is just a legit baseball player. He's really young and he's like their, he's like their Buster Posey essentially. Yeah. And he went up and uh, I kind of assumed he would be kind of middle of the road. He wouldn't hit a ton of them. And he ended up hitting 27 home runs, which is awesome in three minutes and a, three and a half minutes. But the crazy thing is he, he went out with, so he hit hit his three minutes. I think he had 19 home runs. And then they have like a bonus 30 seconds. So they get to take a little break, take a little breather. He's a switch hitter. So he hit 19 home runs from the left side. And in his bonus 30 seconds, decided to hit from the right side and hit seven home runs at eight or eight <laughs> home runs out of nine or something like that. And ended up with 27 home runs. Not too shabby. Crazy. Like he should have been hitting from that side the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and it was cool though. His dad was throwing to him. Um, which was rad um, just to kind of see that because I get to choose who throws to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next player comes up. What's his name? Uh, I just had it up. Uh, oh, Luis Robert Jr. He absolutely demolished him. <laughs> did he? <laughs> what yeah. he put up? So he hit he, he hit, he hit 28. All he had to do is hit one more because they do it like in bracket form. Um, but he did it before time was even, close like are they juicing
1: these balls or what that seems like a lot of bombs for i I, like the past years it doesn't seem like they're hitting that many
0: they're they're i mean it's they're throwing meatballs i mean that's the big thing um and then i guess for for righties that it's kind of a shorter porch in seattle um and so it's literally they're just going up there looking to hit dingers so they're working on that bat speed and that you know the trajectory but some of them were I mean, it was just obviously me just absolutely mashed. Yeah. Um, So it was fun to watch. Uh, Ended up being a Rosa Reina from the Tampa Bay Rays versus Vladimir Guerrero Jr. uh, In the finals and uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Pulled it off. He won it. It's the first time a father son uh, have won a um, home run derby.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. Each of them won one. So,
1: Hitting bombs,
0: hitting bombs. It's funny, Vlad Jr. I don't. We don't watch a whole ton of Blue Jays games here on the West Coast. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he's a very different player than his dad. But they both absolutely mash. Like Flatterer, I don't know if you remember watching him play much, but he could hit something from his laces to above his eyeballs. Yeah, and did like he didn't wait for <laughs> good pitches. He just yeah mashed um he was he was a lot of fun to watch where his son's just absolutely home run hitter
1: Really? yeah Uh,
0: and just built that way he's a he's way thicker he's a dh or first baseman yeah he's not running around the outfield like his
1: dad yeah that's not a bad gig little the dh
0: no no (laughs) (laughs) get warmed up just to hit
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) i'll do it uh new record at petco park speaking of home runs Manny Machado hit a home run in the sixth inning of the series finale of the Padres versus the angels. I guess it was last Wednesday, two Wednesdays ago now and or no, it was last Wednesday. Yeah. And that home run carried more meaning than any home run he had hit in the past with the blast. Machado became the all time home run leader at Petco park, breaking his tie with former Padres. Do you know who it was? Uh, Petco park. Uh, I don't know. First it? baseman, lefty. Will Myers. No. Played for. <laughs> where did he go after? He played for the Bo Sox for a little bit.
0: Um, no, not ringing any bells.
1: Adrian. Yo, Adrian. Oh,
0: Adrian. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Who hit sixty-five home runs? That's crazy. I it doesn't seem like mandy has been here all that long. I figured yeah. in the. I don't know how long's Petco been open. Long time. Um, not a long time. But...
0: Yeah, no, a long time now. Like two thousand. 3 4
1: yeah some that there that there hasn't been somebody in that time that's hit more than 65 mark
0: Grissom four. on the giants was the first one to hit a home run at petco park so that if you look at pictures of Marquise Grissom now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean he was old when he hit it yeah but now he's now he's ancient <laughs> <laughs> he's ancient he's probably like 53 <laughs> <laughs> probably but he just uh, he looks older than that i just saw for whatever reason i saw i think he might be a coach or something like that but i saw him the other day and i'm like oh wow marquise
1: holy moly marquise <laughs> what happened to you uh, in other san diego sports the san diego legion were in the finals they and anybody who doesn't know that's our rugby team they were in the finals for the major league rugby championship on saturday unfortunately last my brother's trying to tell me kind of like, you know, as you're watching rugby, you're like, I, I don't really know what's going on here. Like, is it because I say, oh, maybe it's kind of like football where you have like they have a try, you know, that maybe they have like four tries for like, I don't know when the turnovers are or anything. it's like, no, dude, they they had like, they had like 20 plays within like the five meter line. They just kept going. And that, I think that's yeah. when they ended up winning at the very end and uh, against the, I would say Back in the day, it was like the Chargers kind of arch rival. I don't think it was a two-way street. I think Charger fans just really dislike this this team. Do you know who it was? Broncos? The New England Free Jacks. (laughs) The New England Free Jacks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just like the New England Patriots came through and beat the San Diego Legion 24 to 25. It was over in Chicago and they scored the game-winning point in the 77th minute of play. For the Legion, the championship loss also marked the end of a 14-game win streak. So, once again, so close. Is San Diego, my question to you... <laughs> Doomed. Is San Diego... <laughs> is there something about San Diego where we're not clutch? You get down to those... Just even people... I'm just thinking of, like, when I've been in some, you know, some cornhole games that really mattered or some, some washer games... And you're like, I don't know. Is it like, I, oh, let's let's ease up here, let's give them a chance, or is it like, we just can't can't handle the pressure? What is it, Casty? You go. Well, I mean, you look at your uh, somewhat professional teams,
0: the soccer's and the and the goals, and they'd tell you that there's no reason for to think <laughs> that because they won a ton of championships. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, it's it's bad luck. It's I don't know. It's not luck, but. Um, it's uh yeah i don't know it's funny too because it's it's all these players and stuff it's they have we have good fan base like it's not like nobody shows up and they you know lose everybody you know it's we're definitely fair weather fans here in san diego but uh, we're fair weather people (laughs) if it's not fair weather we're not going out (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but but I mean, that, that goes for a lot of places, except for like the places that have been like Chicago's not like that. Uh, Boston's not like that. New York's not like that. But pretty much everywhere else is like yeah. just everywhere. The fans everywhere. The, Gi- the Giants sold out that ballpark for six years around the World Series time, like two years after they won the 2014. And it's been half empty for like three years now. And they won 107 games two years ago. Yeah. So it's everybody has that. And the Giants have been around in a long time. Dodgers even like if they suck, they nobody goes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes those seasons are kind of fun because you, you're like, oh, it's Saturday. You, let's go watch a game at Petco. And like, it's not, you know, it's not as 45,000 people there. You know, you get are playing the Giants. Yeah. Unless they're playing any of the. Well, a lot of teams, Giants, even like East Coast teams, like Phillies, they have a good crowd. Even, even listen to the Mets game on the radio. I was like, wait, they're in San Diego, right, dude? It's, it's (laughs) like, like everything, it's just like little things like, they get a hit or something and you hear the, the Mets fans kind of roar up. So yeah, there is a little bit of, uh, other teams that travel here for sure. Yep. So last but not least in sports, women's world cup is coming up. I'm excited. Last I guess four years ago. Super fun. This starts or actually USA's first game will be next Friday, the 21st. So it says I'm assuming since it's on Google, it's giving me my time, but 6 PM Friday, July 21st against Vietnam. So it's just the wow. opening the group stage. We got Vietnam and then we have who else is in our state in our um, group. We got Vietnam on Friday on July 26th. We played the Netherlands. And then our third group game will be somewhere on here. No, <laughs> no, nope, nope, I don't know. Maybe they just have two. <laughs> oh no, Portugal. There we go. Yeah, okay. Oh, August cool. 1st, Portugal. So anyways, super fun. Keep in touch. We'll keep you guys updated here on women's world cup. It's always fun. They just won their, like their last playoff, not playoff. There's, I think it was just exhibition, but won their most recent game and I just saw that, Dennis Rodman's daughter is on the team so that's oh wow cool.
0: yeah that's wild
1: that's one of the only basketball players i've ever seen in person i saw him at a gas station up in la he's get he was in the store and going back out to his giant hummer it's big dude big dude yeah we saw him we were eating at um oh what's the restaurant called
0: is in the kind of the mall section of caesar's palace in vegas and um we were in the like kind of outdoor area like the area that was like within the mall Mm -hmm. and he walked right past and my mom yells i mean it was clear as day like he's two feet taller than everybody walking (laughs) around and he's tatted up and pierced and all that yeah my mom yells hey dennis hey you hey you (laughs) (laughs) let's keep walking
1: (laughs) hey dennis (laughs) oh that's funny yeah it was
0: uh memorable um oh uh the palm
1: is that what it's called the restaurant palm or they have one in san diego too okay oh yeah they do have a palm uh yeah downtown yep everybody used to work there nice all right yeah it's
0: a good spot like old school new york steakhouse
1: yeah hopping into our craft corner the big announcement for the week cassidy you sent it to me so what's happening <laughs> what's happening in this week in beer
0: uh Bergen announced the other day um and the city of vista announced it as well which is kind of cool nice uh, i didn't see that part new yeah they 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 Virgin, i think they were in a lease to or no they had were working on a lease to open their original tasting room and brewery in vista and something fell through um so um they've always kind of had thoughts of being in vista um but they announced that they are adding or opening a new tasting room in downtown vista i'm
1: trying to find the address now yeah Um, it is i have it here for you it is 501 south santa fe avenue so if you're going down the new santa fe avenue it's not off main street you go down uh, a little bit towards like center city or what's it called now is it it used to be escondido anyways going that way and it's like kind of near one of those roundabouts you would just, I think it might be the first roundabout kind of by board and brew or not board and brew better, best pizza in brew kind of down that oh, way. Yeah. So, yeah, nice. Yeah, and it's and it tucked, looks... tucked off. Yeah, it's tucked off mm-hmm. kind of the main drag. So it's like this back little building. Mm-hmm. It looks, I mean, it'll it'll definitely get some draw.
0: Yeah, it definitely will. Yeah, it's a cool little space. Um, kind of it, it they're working on obviously doing the improvement now, um, but it's going to be, um, 2100 square foot ground floor space um and they're gonna have 18 taps and a whole ton of really good virgin beer and um yeah it'll be definitely a good one to check out for sure um and as we know they'll they'll do a good job i mean they've four look a total of four locations in seven years is pretty 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 impressive
1: yeah, they have the Oasis over in Escondido. They have the main room over in Carlsbad. They have what's the little Italy one, the Oasis Arbor? No, the Arbor Arbor down yep. there. And yep. now they're get this one will be basically in the middle of their Carlsbad and their Escondido location, just right in the heart of Vista. So, yep, rad. Yeah, it'll be a eighteen hundred twenty foot square foot uh, tasting room, three hundred square foot outdoor patio, hundred guests, oh, eighteen amazing. taps array of west coast and hazies assorted sort of loggers and other uh, largely english inspired beers the space does not have a kitchen but they're working looking forward to working with local eateries and food trucks to provide high quality on-site food options and it's looking when is it opening here
0: yep i don't, I don't know gave it <laughs> i didn't see a date i I would assume just seeing the videos since it's completely empty at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I would assume probably maybe early next year. Like yeah. Virgin
1: year. anticipates this happen before the end of the year invites those who are interested in keeping a uh, prize on the project's progress to subscribe to the company's email newsletter, which is where you got it from, right? That's where you got yep. the, yep the drop.
0: Yep. That's exactly where I got it.
1: And this first, this first sentence, uh, this is from San Diego beer. News. Uh, Vista has been, Home to a thriving craft beer culture and a growing roster of breweries, brew pubs, and tasting rooms, only the city of San Diego bo- boasts more brewery-owned venues than the North County municipality. So, wow. Vista comes in second. City of San Diego's humongous, so that's pretty nice. I mean, we've always known Vista has been kind of the hub for beer, but put in in that that terms, it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So, that Carlsbad-based brewery or business. Virgin has secured a space at the base level of Vista's newly constructed Paseo artist village, mixed use development where it'll build its fourth location. So there we go. Sweet. Drop in towards the end of the year. Stay tuned. We'll go grab a beer there with you. What was your beer of the week? So I was thinking back
0: about it. um, This morning. Uh, I don't think I drink any beers other than Buena Vista. (laughs) Okay. This weekend. Um, but I've done that one in the past a couple times. So I'm going to do my future beer of the week and I'm going to make sure I get it um, in the next couple weeks here. Actually, maybe I'll go get it today. We'll see. Um, but it's uh, I've been excited about trying the new virgin beer that they collabed with Made West together. Have you tried that one? Title change? Nope. just came out this past week. Um, really cool can. It's got all the phases of the moon, which hence the title change. Uh, title that says tangential tangent that's going to be hard for me to say (laughs) (laughs) i could say in my head earlier tangential yeah there you go you got it forces brought virgin and made west together to craft this ocean inspired ipa that crushes with heavy doses of hbc 586 simcoe i love when hops are just letters and numbers um, (laughs) (laughs) centennial in idaho seven which is and it's a 6.9 percent just delicious sounding IPA. So what uh, should we call my, this hop?
1: Uh, HBC
0: 586. Five, <laughs> five, five, uh, and it's too bad since they got the Idaho seven hop, they couldn't figure out how to just make it 7% ABV since it's right next to it in the description.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes they, 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 you know, they brew to the percentage of like what they're looking for. Like, yeah. Crazy. How, like some, you know, I mean, 394 wouldn't make sense. That'd be kind of a, a too low of an ABV for a ale. but I know Burgeon's done some of that stuff in the past. Yep. 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 So my beer of the week is kind of a curveball, but <laughs> on the 4th of July, I mean, it's still a beer, but and it's IPA, but the thing is, it's non alcoholic. So the <laughs> Run Wild IPA from Athletic Brewing Company. It is a ultimate sessionable IPA for craft beer lovers brewed with a blend of five Northwest hops. It has an approachable bitterness to balance the specialty malt body, always refreshing and only 65 calories. So went over to our friend's house on 4th of July and definitely wanted to enjoy a pop. But, you know, I was driving home. So I was like, oh, dude, I got my liquid, not liquid IVs. What's the uh, the crazy, the new water, liquid? Pop water? A liquid no. death, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, liquid liquid death. death. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I got I got a few tall boys of liquid death. Obviously going to crush those, but <laughs> it's like I kind of want to sap on a beer it too. Just so look cool,
0: you know. Yeah, just
1: look cool. Yeah, <laughs> a nice. The one I got was a watermelon, so it was like a red can. Ooh. You know, it looked more like an Arizona iced tea than like a beer. But <laughs> hey, nobody. Crushed How was the watermelon? It. it was good. It was good. I actually liked it. Yeah.
0: Nice. I got to try that one since that's my go-to for high noons. Um, since that's the only other thing I crushed this weekend. Yeah. So cool. I'll try that.
1: Yeah, it was good for sure. I've only seen it recently. So in previously previous treks to the store, it was like the mango chainsaw, the twisted line, the standard one. I don't know why you get standard, but Mm -hmm. anyways, (laughs) athletic brew. I was talking to my brother. He's like, Oh yeah, I tried that once as gross. And this is before I even opened it. So it's like, Oh, thanks. Crack it. It was good, dude. I was surprised. It's like, it tasted, you know, without the alcohol content in there, I think it just tastes a little more watered down, but just slightly like the, the flavors were good. The, the just kind of, you could taste all the hops in there. Obviously it's missing the the, the alcohol, but I, I'm i dude, I'm going to try, I'm going to try it, you know, for any of those times where you just want a beer, but you just kind of want to chill. There you go. Athletic brewing. I, they make a bunch of other ones too. They make a hazy. They make a lager. Let me see the other ones.
0: And they're in San
1: Diego too, right? Yeah, they're out of San Diego. They have athletic brewing. It's just called light. So a crisp, clean light beer. They have their down winder, a ghost. And it doesn't say what flavor ghost. Uh Gerald's gold. And then the other one, where's their hazy? Oh, they have this one. Looks interesting. A pina colada sour. Mm. I mean, a blackberry Berliner vice. This is the other one I want to try. It's their dark one it's called souped up it's extra dark with coffee so anyways for non-alcoholic beer obviously they built a good brand because they've been expanding quite a lot but also the beer was good i gotta say yeah that is a curveball you're right (laughs) maybe a splitter i don't know Yeah, maybe a splitter (laughs) (laughs) i did see on instagram somebody throwing a change up in slow-mo oh yeah and how they how it comes out of their hand. It was so weird. You know, <laughs> it was like kind of, you guys can't see it, but it was like out of the, if you're looking, you know, dead on straight from the pitcher to the catcher and the hands coming by slow motion, it was like the hand was pointed away from the person and it kind of twisted that way. It was like, whew. I don't know. It was really, really odd. I've never seen it. I've never seen I a d- real change up in real life, but
0: yeah, I got so brand, um, when we went did, did the pitching clinic for the, for the all-star team, Um, we got to, I think we talked about it on here, but we got to meet with Brandon league and he showed us, he's showed us like his four seam fastball grip, which sits on your pointer finger and your middle finger. Yeah. And that's, that's your four seams, And then the rest of your fingers go on. You just move it over from sitting here on the four seams to sitting here on the four seams. And it just like makes you palm the ball way more. So it was and either you have that circle like change up, uh, or if your fingers don't connect, it's like that. But it was literally, it's moving it over two fingers. And all of a sudden, you've got to change up yeah. same motion as your fastball, which is the key.
1: Yeah. So you gotta keep keep the same same delivery. Yeah. Yeah. So, One of the, the radio guys were talking about a local dude who's been trying to interview you Darvish for a while. And he finally got the interview. I haven't looked up the article, but it goes through all, how many different grips he has. And originally the thought was like, oh, he's got 11 different pitches or 11 different grips at least.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not like the
1: guy he said, Ooh, yeah, here, I'm not going to tell it cause I don't want to ruin the article. So you guys got to go read it. But he said it was, it was not 11. So anyways, just yeah. like how many different little, you know, tweaks like that, you know, move it, move it one finger over, move it this mm-hmm. and that. So it'd be cool yeah. to see what he's got. But
0: yeah. In it's other, interesting just to yeah. think of like, like even going from like, Fastball to splitter, it's just you're putting pressure on one seam versus two seams with the fastball. It's mm-hmm. it very. I mean, I I never got that deep when I was pitching as a kid. I was get ball, throw ball. And <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even know. I can't remember now if I even like knew to put it on my or like fingers on the seams. I don't. I just don't remember. It's been too long. Yeah, but yeah, it's interesting. It's a cool science of pitching. It is.
1: It is. It is for sure. In other beer news, West Brew over in Del Mar is finishing up their recent renovation. They're right on the corner of, well, right when you get into Del Mar, like across the street from Monarch. And and what else is on the other side? Can't even picture it right now. Anyways, West Brew, they completely demolished the outdoor patio and started from scratch and built up. They added a large pavilion to the main portion of the patio and just kind of redid it. And they were able to do it because they actually own a construction company as well. So they were able to get it done pretty darn quick.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, but they're going to have comfortable seating any time of the year, regardless of the weather. So obviously before it was just a big open patio. Now they've covered it. It looks pretty rad. There's a new tree with a small seating area in the parking lot. And it looks like they, and this article says they were going to be opening, but it looks like we will be open for one and all on Monday, July 3rd. So looks like they are open now. If you guys want to go enjoy a beer, and they're opening up brand new restaurant. It feels oh no, sorry. It feels like opening up a brand new restaurant since we had a new food menu, space and seating layout. Not to mention many new staff members. They're open seven days a week from noon to ten, Sunday through Thursday, and from noon to eleven p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. So looks like they got some good grub there too. Nice, good old West Brew downtown Del Mar. There it is, fourteen thirty-five Camino. Del Mar. Cool. All right. How about getting into some local stuff that's happening around town? Let's do it. So this is something I saw. This guy. This is going to be a Alila Alila Maria Hotel over in Encinitas. and they have this little concert series. They did it last summer. It's called Maria Sessions, a seaside concert and dinner series. Back for a second year, Lila Maria Beach Resort and legendary concert venue Belly Up present Maria Sessions, a series of intimate seaside music experiences with proceeds going to the Rob Machado Foundation. Enjoy performances by internationally celebrated musicians in a relaxed living setting of Alila Maria accompanied by Bespoke. Dining Offerings, Ocean Breezes, and Soulful Sunsets Over the Pacific. Previously, Previous shows included your boy, Donovan Frankenreiter, Goth Babe, and Brett Denon. But the 2023 lineup, June's already gone. So the next one is July 20th, and it's Matisse Yahoo. Do you know him? Yes, yeah. He's rad. I saw him at a concert it was probably one of my favorite concerts ever in Reno when i was living up in Tahoe i was supposed to m- recruit my roommates to go up there none of them could go cuz they had work the next day so i had it off I was trying to meet up with my buddy who lived in Reno he couldn't make it so and i didn't have a ticket so i was waiting there and you know i, I had no money either cuz i was working at a ski resort living in Tahoe and ended up waiting by the thing, seeing if there was any other tickets and probably about 10 minutes before the 15 minutes before the show started, the gal who was working there, she saw me just standing there looking like a bum. And she's like, Hey, come here. I was like, what's up? She's like, how many do you need? I was like, Oh, I'm just looking for one. She's like, here you go. Slid me a ticket under the, <laughs> under the counter. I was like, how much? She's like, don't worry about it. So i got a free ticket to mod TC Yahoo. And it was kind of like, they had seating but for some reason i was able to just walk up right to the stage so i'm I'm like on the stage like radical concert free yeah a ton of energy it was it was a good time for sure um solo by the way yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've never done that
1: (laughs) yeah i never had i was expecting one of i was expecting to to recruit one of my people but everybody bailed so it was just me (laughs) anyways this one, doors open at 6.30, then you got food and beverage, then you welcome from Rob Machado, opening artist, and then the show is at 8.30. And it's like not cheap, but it includes like this, there's just a like a little sample like menu that they have with hors d'oeuvres, cheese and charcuterie, local ceviche bar, carving station, tacos, st- like all kinds of food and stuff. So I think it was 190 bucks, but it includes, you know, a lot more than that. So anyways, that was the one I was all eyeballing. And then yeah. August 31st, Al- August 31st, Alan Stone. Not sure who Alan Stone is, but.
0: <laughs> we're going to a concert in September, which we're pumped about. So it'll right? be Braden's first concert. Nice. We're at. It's at Gallagher Square at Peko Park. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Park in the park. Um, And it's Kolo he Kai, the Hawaiian artist guy. You'd recognize some of the songs. Yeah. And then J-Bug, which you definitely recognize. And then Mike Love, who I don't really know i don't think unless <laughs> you it, won't unless recognize it's a surprise i might who knows we play <laughs> enough of like the the you know Kai playlist on uh, spotify that probably some of those songs come on too yeah yeah uh pumped to see well and it'd be fun to see there have the boys they know all the songs by heart so
1: nice <laughs> yeah it'd be fun that'd be, that'd be fun yeah. for sure all right. And this is the one that we've all been waiting for. <laughs> you mentioned them earlier Drum in the roll. show. Drum roll, please. Copper Kings is bringing in the Scratch Made Smash Burgers to San Diego's North County. The popular Smash Burger pop up will open its first brick and mortar restaurant in San Diego's North County. So it's going <laughs> to be, it's over off, uh, what was their address right here? It's 925 West San Marcos Boulevard, Suite B. So if you look on, if you're going down, it's kind of right by, bolero and there's something in the front but if you go down once you turn into the parking lot you go down and it's like this little back like restaurant right now i think it's Mm -hmm. called right now it's called where'd it go smoke barbecue or something let's Hmm. see here if i could find it it's a barbecue spot right now doing
0: the pop-up ones though
1: yes so they're gonna they're gonna keep as as pop-ups But in addition to their menu of signature smash burgers on house-made Japanese milk buns, the incoming Copper King's restaurant will have an expanded menu of American Tavern Fair and a Sunday breakfast service. Obviously, they're going to have a selection of beer and wine. Their mobile kitchen will continue to deploy for brewery pop-ups and private catering events. They're anticipated to open this fall at 925 West San Marcos Boulevard, Suite B. Go to Copper King's burgers.com if you want to know where they're at i'm trying to see where their place was maybe it's a different article i saw but of the name of the current spot no it's not on here <laughs> but it was a barbecue spot but sounds like it's not going to be because it said it's a current restaurant so it's like currently a barbecue spot and these guys are just coming in oh smoke barbecue in san, in okay. san marcos or up
0: and smoke so you got it right yeah. Up and smoke. Oh, up that sounds
1: and... familiar. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's uh, like I've never you driven by there a hundred times, but since it's like set behind the front building, you never know is there. Like, yeah. I never knew. So, anyways, so yeah, your boys are expanding. You'll be able to hit them up whenever, anytime. So good. Not too so far good. from you. <laughs> I might have to take over your your notorious.
0: Yeah, I mean, if they have beer, then it's going to be dangerous.
1: Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and one last one, Calais Kitchenette uh, celebrated their grand opening on June 24th. Enjoy island cuisine and live entertainment in Rancho Penasquitos. A nice uh, restaurant offering Pacific Rim cuisine because I teased it last week. They had a soft opening plan for a full schedule of events for the local community. It's going to include, you know, kind of like the, it's a mix of Asian and Hawaiian dishes like Spam Musabi, Chicken Katsu, Loco Moco, this is my favorite right here. Kahlua pork is the bomb. Is the bomb? Do we still say that? Yeah. Is that what the kids are saying? I don't saying? think we do. Still the bomb. I don't think we're not. <laughs> I think we're not supposed to. <laughs> you got Especially macadamia. port. airport. Oh, yeah. Don't do it at airport. Don't listen to this <laughs> podcast in airport with your with your earbuds out. Uh, macadamia <laughs> crusted fish and lumpia platters. I love some lumpia, too. My mom used to work with somebody who made some fresh lumpia. You got a little bit of, I think it was like a sweet and sour dipping sauce. Anyways. Pretty good. Go follow him. Uh, Kali, Kali's Kali. I don't know. K-A-L Kalei's. Let's go Kalais. K because it's lay. K-A-L-E-I-S kitchenette on Instagram to figure out when they're having all their stuff. So I don't know more. The more Hawaiian food, the better. Just agreed. Made me think of the one down in Pacific Beach, Leilani's. It was top notch. Yeah.
0: I really missed that place. <laughs> Anyway, I still haven't been to Station in Oceanside, too. That that one is... Or The Station, whatever it is. It's supposed yeah, to be I haven't really been up there, fire. either.
1: All right. Well, what did we miss, sir? I don't think we missed anything. All right. Nailed it. We got it. Nailed we have it. a... Next week's show, we've got a little... If you want an oyster farm tour, we got that on Ooh. the show. Yeah. We're going to have plus 13 breweries and tasting rooms that are opening in San Diego. So... like it i don't think even virgin was even on this list so some of them are north county some of them are elsewhere but anyways a nice list if you want breweries slash tasting rooms slash tap rooms so cool next week all right well thanks for tuning in episode 220 if you guys need anything hit us up hello at north county ca or over on the old instagram at i am chris erickson you got cassie at cassie lewis re come say what's up over there and anything else yeah just shoot us a dm we got your back All right. We'll catch you all for episode 221. Adios.